welcome to the Tea with Intuitives podcast. I'm Brittany. I am an authentic empowerment coach and an energy healer. And I'm Millie, an Akashic reader, past life psychic, and channeling coach. Each episode, we answer one of your questions about spirituality, the Akashic records, energy healing, meditation, spirit guides, and the unseen world. So we invite you to grab your cup of tea while we answer our very first question from Pleiadian Fairy on Instagram. What was your first Akashic Records experience like? Such a good question. Yeah. Before we dive into this subject, Melly, I'm curious, what tea are you drinking today? Well, Brittany, today I am drinking a cinnamon cardamom herbal tea in my beautiful unicorn cup, which used to be my daughter's cup, but now it's mine. <laughs> and how that. about you? What are you drinking? How are you doing today? Yeah, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. It's a good morning. I decided to, if you're listening to the podcast, you can't see it, but my mug is um, a tarot mug with cats. <laughs> so we took the, whoever made this, took the, I guess the tarot, the original tarot deck. And instead of having people, there are cats and I love it. But yeah, it's, I'm really uh, jealous about this cup. <laughs> I'll have to find it and I'll send it to you. But um, yeah, it's a, a London fog. So it has some black tea in there. Wonderful. Do you want to uh, explain to people what is a London fog? Yeah. So I personally use a black tea. I use an Earl Grey as a base, and then I add some oat milk and a little bit of vanilla syrup. I don't always make it, but today's a special day because it's our first podcast episode. So why not? I went all out. <laughs> and I have a tip for you. If you want to make it super local, you can try birch syrup. Birch syrup. It is good. It's like vanilla syrup, but it's local because you have birches in the U.S. Wow. I never knew that. Yeah. I'm going to look for it. <laughs> oh, and I think I should say I'm in Canada. I'm in yeah. Quebec and you are in the U.S. Yeah, I'm in North Carolina. So we're very far away. But yeah. actually, Melly and I connected on Instagram. And I think the fact that we connected through Instagram really sparked this idea of community. And the idea of community led us to wanting to create a community through some sort of outlet. And that outlet became Tea with Intuitives. Yeah. And I found you first because I was so curious about the Akashic Records. And I wasn't even reading the Akashic Records when I met you. So I really like this first question because it's about the records and um, it's also about how we found each other. Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> wow. I think we, we first connected like a year ago, right? Or maybe more? Yes. Yes. Wow. We've come a long way since then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Melly, would you like to go first? I'm curious to know what your experience was like when you first opened your records. Yeah, well, like I was saying, um, I didn't know the Akashic Records a year ago. I was channeling, I was channeling my spirit guide, but I was not opening the Akashic Records. And then I found you through Instagram. At the time, you were doing collective readings, and I was fascinated. And you mentioned the book, How to Read the Akashic Records by Linda Howe. And so I went and bought the book and completely forgot about it. And I continued doing my thing and, and giving uh, psychic readings to people. 
And um, I have a mentor and with this mentor, I had different exercises and one exercise was to connect to other realms. And by trying to do that, I connected with a tree. So I was at the cottage um, and I connected with a tree. And this is really crazy. I, I started seeing all these little gnomes in the tree, very serious and going up and down and then going down the tree. There were the roots with kind of the master or shaman gnome and he was super serious and he he started talking to me very briefly and then I lost the connection it suddenly stopped and in my head it said go read the book and I had brought um read the Akashic uh, how to read the Akashic records by Linda Howe and and but I had brought also other books and I asked well which book and the image of the Akashic Records book popped in. And then I started reading the book and Linda Howe was explaining how she was intuitive, but not really channeling. And the first time she really had an experience, she connected with a tree and I was like, oh my God, this just happened to me a few minutes ago. And, and so I, I read the book and um, it's kind of a step-by-step uh, process where they sh explain to you what the Akashic records are and how to open them. And then the first time I opened my Akashic records, it was very similar to a psychic reading, but I had put out this intention of really going up in the Akashic records. And I think we should say before I go further, what the Akashic records are for people who don't know. Brittany, do you want to explain that? Sure. So in my, with my interpretation of the Akashic records, it's this etheric vibratory space with our intentions we can connect to. As we connect to this etheric energetic space, we have access to our soul's journey throughout lifetimes. And when I say throughout lifetimes, I am talking about reincarnation and I am talking about that access to past lives, your present incarnation and future lives, except we only have access to the information that's going to support us as needed in this moment. Um, we won't have access to past lives that have nothing to do with what we need to, to be shown today. So as you access this realm, the Akashic Records, we have a very beautiful protection within our own record. So our spirit guides, Dr. Linda Howe says they're the Lord of the Akashic Records, which I love. The space is very protected, especially with us humans <laughs> being very curious and learning as we go. The space is protected um, and the information that we need is filtered through our life guides, our spirit team, so that we can interpret that and get the information needed to kind of help us on this present incarnation, whether it's to heal, whether it's to make certain life decisions, um, whether it's to grow in whatever way possible. Yeah, beautifully explained. Thank you. <laughs> so when I was channeling my spirit guides before opening the Akashic Records, um, I was channeling the Akashic Records many, many times without me noticing or knowing. And to me, 
going to the Akashic Records is like speaking to spirit guides who are on the causal plane. So you have the astral plane where we go in between lives. Um, and then that's where we do our debriefing. We're looking back at the life that we had. We're going to earth school with our soul family there. Um, and then we plan our next incarnation. So that's the astral plane. And there's the causal plane where you have the elevated spirit guides and you also have the masters and teachers. And in between lives, I think it's interesting to say that we are spirit guides to our loved ones when we pass. We're just not elevated spirit guides yet. Once we finish our reincarnation cycle, then we go back to the astral plane briefly and then we go up to the causal plane and we start training as more advanced spirit guides. And so my first experience was having this discussion with elevated spirit guides that was much more complete. And honestly, I don't remember what was my first encounter um, and what I chatted about, but I just had a, a sense of getting the big picture and, and getting like, instead of having just one sentence, having a, a full paragraph of explanation and being able to understand what is the cause of X problem, how it's affecting me in my life right now and what I can do um, to solve this. So it was much more complete in terms of guidance. And also for me, it was kind of a spirit team that was there. So it was not just one spirit guide, but that evolves um, with time and with what you need as well. Mm, and what about you, Brittany? What did you see the first time you opened your Akashic Records? Well, interestingly enough, the book, How to Read the Akashic Records, um, was gifted to me by an Akashic Record reader two years. Well, it was more like a year and a half before I actually read the book. I had tried to read the book when it was gifted to me, and I closed the book because I realized I wasn't ready. Mm. Then a year and a half passed, 2019, moving into 2020, I was very depressed. I was a server at a restaurant. I had no idea what I was doing with my life. I was very, very sad. Um, it was almost to the point to where I gave up. I don't want to be here. I'm giving up on this life. I'm done. I don't know what to do. And so my partner at the time was off at work. I was home alone having a really, really tough night. So I'm sobbing on my bed and I hear in my mind, very similar to what happened to you, I hear in my mind, go read the book. <laughs> and then I'm very visual. So I saw myself take the book off the bookshelf and open it. So that's what I did. Took the book off the bookshelf, opened it, read it all in one night, opened my Akashic Records that same night. Opening the Akashic Records for the first time totally pulled me out of a depression, which is really amazing pulled me out of it and I knew immediately that this was the answer I had been looking for and the very next day I posted on Facebook to get free readings for practice <laughs> wow it was instant so when I opened the Akashic Records for the first time I actually saw a bird flying through um a really beautiful rough terrain this amazing forest beautiful river and it felt like the message there was, 
I had just gained freedom. I had just gained a sense of freedom um, or freeing my soul or kind of went through this personal liberation by opening my Akashic records. Now the scene changed once I understood the message it immediately changed and I saw a being standing in front of me in the room and there were these two grayish legs they were not human standing in front of me and I was really taken aback because it was so real it was so real I could feel them there with me in the room I saw them in my third eye and I they were like look up this like if you're safe look up and I couldn't I did not want to look up to see the face of this being I was like I'm sorry that's I can't um but I knew that it was one of my spirit guides I um I I personally feel I my soul has had spent a lot of time in the Andromeda galaxy I feel a really deep kinship with that lineage and I feel to this day that it was a life guide from sort of my soul lineage family that was welcoming me back home. And it was a really beautiful experience. I sat within the records. I allowed the vibration to wash over me and heal anything that I could release in that moment. I closed the records and almost didn't want to go to sleep <laughs> because I was so excited. And like I said, the next day I started offering readings. Yeah. And when you say it took you out of your depression, was it like instantly? Instant. Wow. Instant. Because once I opened the Akashic records, I had a huge initiation happen. It totally changed the perception of myself and my journey. And I should preface this by saying at the age of 14, I started taking esoteric healing classes. So when I was 14, I was a freshman in high school, I had this huge awakening happen. And I felt very misunderstood. The only person I felt like I could relate to was my grandmother or her friends or the other people taking these energy healing classes. So I had always felt very disconnected from people my own age. And so loneliness and feeling alone was a huge theme throughout college, throughout my early 20s. And so when I opened the records, I felt such a great sense of belonging. And I felt like I was finally home that I knew that this is what I had to share with other people. Beautiful. And I also want to say for people who are interested to develop their psychic skills that we all have a different path and it's possible at all times because Brittany, it happened for you in your late twenties and it happened for me at 40 year old. So um, I just want to let people know that it's different for everyone. And, and you saw these kind of aliens that looked so real. And for me, it, I was kind of more in a void, but getting all this information, it's kind of as if I was in a black room, but with people chatting around with me. Um, and so whatever you see, whatever you feel, Um, it's there, it's real, it's just different for everyone. And we also have, um, there are different clairs, like clairvoyance, clairsentience, clairknowing, clair, which is the one that I forgot. Audience. Thank you, clairaudience. And so, and we have different talents. And because of that, we don't receive messages the same way, especially when we begin, when we have more experience, we just mix all the clairs together and it's a really fun 
um, work of interpretation, but I just want you to know out there if it's something that you want to try, anyone can do it. Mm-hmm. And we're all connected to source. We all have that talent. It's just manifests in different ways. Absolutely. So what's your strongest clear? I think it's the same as mine. Oh, the more I talk about it, <laughs> the more I work in the field, I don't know anymore. Oh. Um, I think it's, it's really a mix of clairaudience, clairvoyance mostly, but knowing sometimes it's so quick when we channel that it's hard to say. Um, but yeah, I'm getting a lot of, of visuals and, and sentences in my head. And also, I don't know if I can, I can call it clear feeling, but just I can see a guide, maybe not clearly, but I can feel his reaction or his yes, or that's what we want. And that gives a lot of information. Sometimes just an image or a feeling gives validation and explanation. One thing I'll say, and because you're a reader too, I think being readers, you can, it's hard to, honestly, I will say it's really hard to explain being in the Akashic Records to someone who's never been. Um, There's this Buddhist saying that's like you, and I might be totally interpreting this wrong because I don't know the exact quote. There's a Buddhist saying that is um, speaking towards growth in life. And it's hard for a frog to explain to a tadpole the experience of being a frog Mm -hmm. because the tadpole doesn't have any awareness of what it is like to be a frog, right? right? So it's really hard to explain being in the Akashic Records if you've never been. And the reason I say this is because for me, the snap of the fingers, I will have had a download of three answers at once. Mm -hmm. I can see three images at once. I might hear an affirmation in my head at the same time. I might feel something in one of my chakras, letting me know the area that this client is working through. And my body might feel nauseous or I might get pressures in different parts of my head, depending on the past life or depending on the current, the current incarnation. So what I think of it is um, it's like a really intense virtual reality game where you get a 360, all your senses, everything is all of a sudden in this virtual reality. So you're feeling emotions, you're seeing things, you're hearing things. And depending on which senses are stronger for you, you'll, it'll probably come to you that way. So for me, it came to me visually before anything else. And also a gut feeling an inner knowing. Um, and now it's more auditory and emotional and, you know, it's developed. Right. Right. And I like to chat with the guides too. I think it's important to bring in our personalities in the reading and be ourselves. And I've had readings with you, so I know, how different it can be. And I had different readings with um, other people as well. And, and it's really fun to see how it translates. And, and for me, like I had a reading yesterday and they were answering the question for my client and they were pulling me up through my crown chakra. And I didn't know what it meant. So I just went, why are you doing this? What's going on? Why are you pulling? What do you want to say? And, and I don't remember the answer because oftentimes when I, after I close the records, I forget a lot of things that I have said and I need my clients to remind me. 
but yeah, I like to chat with them and have fun with them. And a lot of guides are super funny as well. So um, just so people know that an Akashic reading isn't something that is painful or super serious, like there is fun in the mix, even though sometimes the subjects can be very heavy. Yeah, the subjects subjects can be very heavy, um, but guides are very fun. They do like to talk with humor. And one way to look at it too, I think, is you're connecting to a very high vibration. So anything that doesn't match that vibration, you will get an energy cleanse. <laughs> Whether you're being given a reading or you're in the records, your energy will be cleansed. It's like a whole a whole energy sort of realignment because the vibration is so beautiful and loving. So yeah, sure. Some hard topics do come up, but we can work through it. And as soon as we work through it in the snap of the fingers, it's gone. The heaviness has been totally let go of. Absolutely. (laughs) So, so. Do we, I'm editing gonna, time. <laughs> I feel really good. It, we are probably at about 20 minutes. I don't know. Yeah, we talked anything. a lot. I love it. Such a good conversation. <laughs> Is there anything else you wanted to add? No, I think we went over what was asked. We gave more. It's, um, but you, it's kind of hard, right? To answer that without talking about all the different aspects but right right let's um, um if you want we can do a closing and i feel like before i do like the official closing if you wanted to say something or okay what do i say do you want to say you know follow me on instagram here um if you're interested, I give readings. I also offer, do you want to just make a little note of like what you offer? Yeah. Well, we should both do that. And uh, yeah, then I can do it and then close. Right. right. Okay. Okay. <coughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> so by the way, we've been saying that we, we give readings, you do energy healing. And for those of you who are curious I do give Akashic readings I also offer channeling coaching and um, you can reach me on Instagram at meli.guidance and then you click on the link in my bio and it will redirect you to my booking page if you're ever interested and as of course you can always DM me send me questions I'm open to voicemails what about you Brittany do you want to say what you're offering right now Perfect. Yeah. So you can find me on Instagram. It's at heart of Brit and we'll link everything down below in the comments, whether you're on YouTube or where you're listening to this podcast episode, you can find us really easy in the bio. Um, but yeah, I offer a 12 week life coaching course and that's my favorite thing. I love the records. I love giving energy healing, but honestly, being able to lead someone through a 12 week journey through the bright you program is my absolute favorite thing to do in the world so if you want kind of a really long journey and a lot of support uh yeah you might want to check that out too but Melly, it was such a good conversation thank you for today
Thank you, Brittany. Please subscribe. Subscribe on YouTube. If you want to listen to this visually, please subscribe. Leave a comment on YouTube. Like the episodes. Um, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, hit the subscribe button. And if you have any questions that come up for you, you're welcome to message Melly or me. And you're also welcome to leave a comment in the notes of wherever you're listening your question so that we can bring it into our conversation in the weeks to come. Yeah, and if you want your voice to be heard on the podcast, you can also leave a voice message. So you can either leave it on Instagram, on my page or Brittany's page, or you can just record record yourself on your phone and email it to us at teawithintuitives at gmail.com. We'll enjoy your tea, everyone, and have a wonderful week. Bye. 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 <laughs>